Teacher Mama, welcome to the Teacher Mama's podcast. Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Roberta. We too felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work. But we kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time or energy. Until we found some time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast, you're going to find health, routines, and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So go grab your favorite drink and a notebook and your favorite pen because we're about to dive in. Hey, teacher mama, do you want to come hang out with a group of like-minded teacher mamas just like you? We have a free time and stress management tips for teacher mamas Facebook group. It's a long wordful, but the group basically will be a fantastic place to communicate with Ashley and I and with other like-minded teacher mamas. I'm excited to see how the group continues to grow and the relationships that we build within this group. And we hope to make life just so much easier and not just teaching, but momming and wifing and being a friend, all of that, just make it easier so that it can be fun again. And we can't wait to share this group with you. It's brand new. It's completely free. You can join at bit.ly forward slash time and stress management. You can also search on Facebook uh, for time and stress management for teachers and the group should show up. You'll see our lovely faces and click join. So you can also become an insider and get weekly emails from us. So in that weekly email, you'll get the episodes that we have for the week, you know, that way you never miss an episode you can click right there and it'll take you to whatever your preferred platform is. You can go to Spotify or Apple with that link and listen to our, our latest episode, but that's also the place where you have an opportunity to message us back. That's where we would love to hear from you, what you're loving from the show, what you'd love to hear more about all those juicy things. To get that newsletter, you can sign up in the show notes below in whatever platform you're looking at, or you can go to subscribepage.io forward slash the teacher mama's newsletter. Let's get on with the show. Well, Morgan, thank you for coming back. We're so happy to have you again on the teacher mama's podcast. Uh, The last time we got to chat with you, we got to hear about something brand new that you're working on, and we're super excited, Um, and I really can't wait to get my hands on it myself. So can you please tell all of us about your individual teacher workbook? Yes, yes. So I'm super excited. Um, I've 
it's definitely taken a long time, longer than I expected uh, to just get this into works and production. Um, but basically what I've done is I have taken uh, the some of the modules from my in like my school sessions, um, which provides like Enneagram content, um, how it's applicable to the classroom, examples for each number, just like very descriptive, like meaty pieces for the Enneagram. Um, but then in each session as well, they have like a reflection, a challenge, um, just good research-based strategies of like, depending on what number you are, or, you know, in some of them, it's just like, hey, these are general things that I have seen people struggle with when it comes to regards to this topic. Um, and so there are tons of research-based strategies, both instructionally, but also like behaviorally, whether it's for yourself or for like your classroom management, however you want to uh, tweak that to help you. And so anyway, so it is a I think almost 70 page book of just awesomeness inside of it. It's a hundred percent self paced. Um, so I give a, I, the first few pages kind of introduce myself, um, explain what the book is, how to go about it. I kind of give an example of what it would look like, you know, maybe a session a week and then you do a week of observations because it's all about internal growth, right? Like there are things that are happening on the inside that we could use our strengths to harness those things to help us be better. Um, and so I don't want people to go too fast through it because it's a lot to digest. And so I kind of give you a suggestion for pacing. Um, there will even be the opportunity to like set up Zoom calls with me, depending on what you purchase. And so if those research-based strategies are good, but you're like, I've got this certain situation and I've tried these things and I just really need, like, what, are you, what do you suggest? Or what have you seen? Um, then that 30-minute call, whether it be Zoom or on the phone, will be available as well. And so it's interactive, um, very meaty, and I just really feel like it's going to get in the hands of teachers who maybe their school hasn't heard of my program, or they just want to get ahead of the game and do their own self-growth uh, work and just see that transformation within them. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That sounds so cool. I'm very excited as well. I have not, um, I have not done the typing test. Um, so I'm just going to, okay, what are the... There's like, there's the core motives, right? With each yeah. of the numbers. Can you just like, can you go over what those core motives are again? So each of them are like very different. Um, I think I have like a cheat sheet in front of me. And so basically each number, you, you're going to relate to several numbers. And some people get super skeptical about it because of that. But the Enneagram is so complex and dynamic that number one, the goal is for you to be a little bit of every number. So, you know, that's a plus there. But then you also have things like your wing numbers, which are two numbers. You have a stress number, you have a success number, you, you know, so you, you have numbers that you relate to just because they're similar. Um, but anyway, so, but they do differ in like, like you're kind of talking about actually their core, the core motives, and it goes off of their basic fear, their basic desire and the super ego message. And that comes from the Enneagram Institute and just some of the research they've pushed out. Um, but like a one, for instance, is called the reformer and their basic fear is not doing what is right or not following the rules or being quote unquote bad. Um, their basic desire is to be good, to be virtuous, balanced, and to have integrity. Um, and their super ego message is you are good or okay if you do what is right. And so that might not be something that they openly say, kind of like your core emotion is not typically something you say like, oh, yeah, I feel that all the time. Um, but like subconsciously deep down, like that's what kind of all of our behaviors stem from. Um, so like I'm a nine and my I'm in there's different triads. So I'm in the triad with anger. 
and a nine is a peacemaker. And so I really am like pretty chill most of the time. But I, so I've had to do a lot of digging. Like when I first started this, I'm like, I'm really not an angry person. You know, like I am not angry. But then I, I heard on a panel podcast and it's like, you don't have to be angry, but that's like the first thing you feel whenever something were to come your way. And I started paying attention to it. And, I, and I've caught myself like, yeah, you're ticked right now. Like, simmer down. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's like, once I, I can get through that, I can be rational. <laughs> right. I think that I think that's what I meant to ask you was what I asked you the wrong thing, but they're both good. Um, So the underlying emotions is okay. So the one is anger. And then there's two others, right? Yeah, it's fear and shame. Okay, I think, I think, I fear. think I'm in the angry category. In the, <laughs> that's okay. I mean, I I like to tell people because people get so turned off, like whenever certain things come up with the Enneagram. And I'm like, look, everybody's got, I call, I just say shadow and light because when you say good and bad, like the connotation is horrible. I'm like, everyone's right. got the shadows. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. What are the other numbers that are anger? Um, a nine is anger. Um, and so they're the peacemaker. Their basic fear is loss and separation. Basic desire is to maintain inner stability and peace of mind. And then super ego messages, you are good or okay, as long as those around you are good or okay. Um, and then the eight is the protector or the challenger. And so their basic fear is being harmed or controlled by others. Uh, basic desire is to protect themselves, to determine their own course in life. And then the super ego message is you are good or okay if you're strong and in control of your situation. Okay. I need to look into those more. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Now that I've totally like derailed us, let's get back to your work. I, I like so, it because like, I wasn't on for the last interview because like a dummy I like totally spaced on what night it was and I think I was like in basement cleaning mode and I just like I just was oh, no. on and was like just went at it and then Roberta thought that I was like dead on the highway or something because I wasn't <laughs> it happens anyways um okay, brain. So, how does your workbook specifically use the Enneagram? Now that we've gone back and talked about it a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, no, that's okay. So each, so there are six sessions total in the book and each session has like an Enneagram focus. Um, so for example, like I, it's kind of like teaching. You've got to assume that people know nothing. You know, you've got to assume that your kids know nothing. And so the first session is just all about what we just talked about, your uh, basic fear, your basic desire, your super ego message, and then just kind of figuring out what does that look like in your life? And so the reflection pieces just kind of walk you through what number do you align with? What qualities do you like in this number? What qualities do you not like in this number? Like, um, how does this positively affect your life, both inside school and outside? What are some shadow areas of this number in, outside of your, you know, your outside life and in your classroom life? And then the last one is like, what are what are some action steps? What can you do? Like, pick one shadow area to improve or whatever. So each session um, is like pinpointed has a pinpointed uh, component from the Enneagram it goes through like stress and what does it look like when you move to that stress number Um, because as teachers we get stressed a lot and sometimes it happens really fast because there's a lot of things going on and so um, it just kind of walks us through what I deem the six most important things for people to know about themselves through the Enneagram number the six most important components that they could use for self-growth and just kind of use that those six as a springboard cool 
Can we ask what those six things are? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, they are, so it's the all about me one. Uh, we have stress, success, communication, um, confrontation, and then your wing numbers. Oh yeah. Confrontation. That would be, yeah. I would have a lot of journaling in that one. I can tell you that. <laughs> yes, that there one, are. Is Go that ahead. one like three times as big as the other one, like the journaling section for it? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> They have, I know no one else can see it, but like they have pages, you know, like for you to go through your questions and then challenge. And then you have like an additional notes page. But at the very end, I just made it into a straight up notebook because I know educators are writers and journalers. And mm -hmm. so there are just tons of blank lines pages in the back. Like you do you, boo boo. However that <laughs> needs to happen. <laughs> That's awesome. So how does the workbook, how is it kind of the same and how is it different from uh, your online course for teachers? Because I think I remember you do also have an online course um, that individual individual teachers can purchase, right? And you also have one that's for school districts. Sort of, yes. So um, okay. whenever I do coaching with schools, um, mm -hmm. teachers complete online interactive modules. Okay. And so that just gives me the data. Um, once they go through the module, it kind of gives me the data that I need in order to like specifically coach them on whatever those target areas that majority of the staff um, need strategies on or just needs to be addressed. Uh, mm -hmm. So the difference between my workbook and that is uh, some of the modules aren't there. So some of the modules I do with my schools aren't um, in the workbook. I just pick okay. six of the most important ones. Um, but as far as like the research goes, um, I've used a lot of the same research because I, were, I was able, you know, with my previous schools that I've worked with, we finished up this year, I was able to go back and say like, okay, looking at the, I'm a data person, I like to analyze data. And mm -hmm. so um, looking at the spreadsheets, like what were, you know, the most problem areas for the ones on this, on this module that I used, uh, what are the common, like the commonalities. And so for some sessions, I used the data from my schools and said, okay, well, I don't need to break the research for this session up into numbers. It looks like a lot of people um, had a hard time with their energy, or it looks like a lot of people really struggled with, um, you know, reaching that difficult kid in, in that communication section. And so I just gave general um, research-based strategies for all numbers instead of specific. So I was able to use some of, you know, like I said, that data to include in my workbook. So some of it does mirror, but then there are those like minor differences. So let's say, um, someone knows absolutely nothing about the Enneagram, could they pick up your workbook and still get this, you know, value from it? Same as someone else who does already know what their number is and understands the Enneagram maybe a little bit at a higher level. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think uh, for our people, for our people who have never even heard of it and they're like, that's a word that has way too many vowels because that's what I say <laughs> yeah. all the time. It's just so weird. Um, it, the first session literally breaks it down. Like this is what the diagram looks like. And these are the three shapes in the diagram. And these are what the three shapes mean, you know, so it takes it like all the way down um, because I, I'm just a firm believer, even in my classroom, like everyone needs a strong foundation. Otherwise we're not going up, you know? And so mm -hmm. I even, I even bring apart like, I don't necessarily touch on it in the session itself, but in letting them know up front, hey, even within each number, there's a healthy, unhealthy, and average version of you, you know, and so you might on this particular day or in this particular season of your life only agree with part of it, 
and that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't mean that the Enneagram is incorrect. You know, that's just where you are in life right now. And so I kind of break it down, you know, um, all the way to the bottom when it goes from that. And they have access to read all the numbers. Uh, but I do say upfront specifically, like focus on your number. And so for our people who are advanced, who have learned other things, they have the option of one, start start researching and, and using my book as a, as a foundation to learn about maybe the people they work closest with, um, whether it be their team or their admin or, you know, just the people they come in contact with the most, they have that information in front of them as well. But then now they also have something black and white and say, now, how do I bridge this? You know, how do I take my bridge for my personal life? Cause that's easy and connect that to my classroom life. Um, Cause sometimes that might be us switching gears a little bit. You know, so many people say like when you're in the classroom, it's like you're an actor or actress. Like you can be a completely different person. And um, yeah. so just being able for them to see like it is still relative and you're actually just using some of your wing numbers, you know, when you're making that switch. And so um, I think it could help everyone no matter where they are and their knowledge of the Enneagram. Well, I'm excited to get it and I'm excited to actually figure out my number. <laughs> yes. You, I, I even put that in here, like on the first page, like if you don't know your number, like you need to know your number before you start. And I give them two places they can go. And I put in bold print. You do not need to purchase the results. <laughs> like just look at the screen. Mm. It's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Funny. it's not, I don't want people no. to think that, but it's, you just not, it's not necessary. And so right. as long as you know it before you start the book, then you're golden. I mean, and technically, if you're like, you know what, we'll just figure it out as we go, you could read all of them and see which one you align with the most because the book could tell you that. Um, the most accurate way to get your Enneagram number is through a, type, um, a typing interview. Um, but right now, that's not something that I offer. So, Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That was going to be a question I had. <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crossed my mind to eventually do that. Um, mm -hmm. Just haven't put that into the works yet. Yeah, there's um, uh, there's one that I know of. I met her at this event that I went to, and I actually knew about her before that because of the podcast that I listened to. But it's um, Tracy O'Malley. Have you heard of her? I have not. Okay. <clears throat> um, tell me yeah, everything. I uh, huh? I said, tell me everything. <laughs> So she only used to do um, one-on-ones and I've always just wanted to do that, but it's a little out of my price range right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cause I was, cause it's like, it's like a 90 minute session and I'm like, I just, I love listening to her podcast and like how she is like, just, she's so like real with you, but doesn't make you feel bad about it. Kind of like what you're doing, like, you know, you got yeah. your shadow and your light and like, um, but yeah, so I'm like, I feel like this would just be a really great, like therapy session. <laughs> Literally, honestly, one of the quotes I put on my, um, on my website was from someone who said, this is so much cheaper than therapy and it's just right. as good. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm stealing that. That was so fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. And, and she has said that before, like a lot of her testimonials, like people that have gone through her, they're like, sure. The one-on-one -on -one is expensive, but I mean, you could go to like lots of individual therapy sessions and not even come close to what yeah. you're getting through this. And just cause like it totally breaks it all down. And, but anyway, so now she has like this, um, she has a test that she created that has like 98% accuracy or something like that. 
but it's still like two hundred dollars. So, so yeah. But that's awesome. That's really cool. I need to look up her up. Yeah, I like. I love to get my hands on anything. I can't. Yeah, she's got a podcast too. So I can't. I can't remember what it's called right now. But yeah, I love that. Yeah, I um, and it's hard. Like at first, you feel super convicted. You know, um, mm-hmm. at least I did. And I feel like most people do whenever mm-hmm. I started doing this. Um, it's easy to get turned off and just put it away. But whenever you get to the place where you're like, there could be some val- value in this because some of it is valid. Once you can get past that hump, you're like, huh. And now I'm to the point where I like recognize it in my life and what I'm doing. And I have like internal conversations to correct or persuade myself like, you know, in stress, I moved to a six and a uh, six can be a skeptic and they go to worst case scenarios real quick. I'm like, oh yeah, like they're do. like burning. Oh, <laughs> I forgot you're a six. <laughs> yeah. I, I never want to offend anyone. It no, you're so, not. It's, it's, it's true. I have to catch myself. Like there are a few things that, um, that just like trigger me and I can feel it. Like I've never been one to deal with anxiety, but through the Enneagram, I've learned that it's like, I'm going to stress real quick, like in a dumpster fire and the world's going to have an atomic bomb and I'm blowing up. Like, and so I've got to talk to myself down out of it. Like, I'm like, okay, you're on your move to a six. Let's be real. What are real things you have noticed? Okay. Like tracking, like my husband, if he doesn't talk, if he doesn't answer and I know he's on the road, car accidents freak me out. And so I'm like, okay, you can see his location. Hit the car is moving. He's probably on the phone with someone. You're fine. And then I got to like go <laughs> occupy my time because I've learned that I'm in the body triad and I need to be moving. And so I've learned that helps with my stress, you know, get my cortisol down. And so it's just, it's just crazy. Like the more you dig into it, the more you recognize it, how it's just so helpful in like every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when I said, Roberta thought I was dead on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You were being serious. <laughs> or something or like I think carbon she monoxide poisoning oh. in the house and like <laughs> yeah I drive over there like three times <laughs> oh god I'm so sorry <laughs> she's over there doing breathing exercises pretty much and <laughs> I was talking to my husband and I'm like should we drive over there like at what point do we like get concerned <laughs> like in real life not just like me concerned but like like people (laughs) that's really funny she loves you (laughs) (laughs) oh man that happens like once in a while for me but it's it takes a lot like and it's usually just like my husband is not answering for like 10 hours straight I'm like hmm maybe he really is dead somewhere (laughs) (laughs) we'll find him (laughs) what should I do now (laughs) so something you said Morgan has been like playing in my head about how we can you know be our number in life but then as teachers kind of take on this other role and I think for me that would be really helpful going through this workbook for myself because that's something I've been grappling with like I felt like I had hmm, what's the right word like I could hold it together better in the classroom, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. 
felt more confident and felt like more of those confident like emotions when I was in the classroom versus in like quote unquote my real life where I feel very different. And I'm sure some of that has to do with like my understanding and, and comfortable like knowledge base with teaching versus real life is like unpredictable and never the same. But it would be interesting to look through that and look at, like, what are those wing numbers? And, you know, is it maybe in the classroom? Am I going to, like, my – let's see, there's stress, and then what's the other? There's a stress number, and then a your, – And your success number. Success number. So I'm wondering if, like, teaching when I'm feeling confident like that, if it's going to, like, your that success, success number. Yeah. That would yeah, be really it could, fascinating. It, it totally could be. And – some of the, sometimes in the book I put, you know, like this is a general description because I never want anyone to think that it's this or it's not, you know, it's very subjective. And I think the Enneagram, you know, like that's the whole purpose of it is for you to say, well, what is applicable? Because we know in the Enneagram preaches, like all the Institute that it takes into consideration, like how people were brought up and, you know, just what you've learned like what we learned growing up is this is how I found success, you know? And so we tend to repeat behaviors whenever we learn things. It's just kind of human nature or animal behavior. I think it's all that mammals. I don't know, whatever. I'm not science person, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, like we repeat things, especially whenever it works out for us in some shape or form. Um, but looking to see specifically like, okay, well, what could a mesh of these qualities look like? And could that be you? I had um, my second in-person session with the high school I was working with in Florida, the principal was sitting in the session and it was my uh, school, it was my room transformation one. And so they were, the transformation was they had a passport and they're going to different countries. And it was just kind of like a recap. I always try to do instructional strategies while I'm there because I want teachers to get the most bang for their buck. And so she's at the, um, she's at the country, Italy, maybe uh, about wings. And she looks at me and she goes, Morgan, this makes so much more sense now. She's like, I just had the biggest epiphany. And I was like, and what's that? And she said, I am like a little bit of this wing and a little bit of this wing. And right now I think I'm in success. And that's me. Like, this is how I feel. And I was like, that's it. Like, you know, and so just for people to understand, like, it's never, you're not confined to that one spot, you know, and it's okay that you're not, it's great that you're not because you want to be the goal is to be a little bit of every number, you know, and so being able to put it together and say, in this situation, this is typically how I behave. What's good about that? What do I need to change about that? Like early in my, um, in life, I would say that I am a listener and, and I think I, I listen in teaching, but I don't listen as much as I do in life. And so I kind of like you am a little more reserved when it comes to things, um, especially if it's advocating. Now, if it's something I'm super passionate about, like if it comes to my kids, I'm going to speak, but other things like I'm typically like, well, I don't want to form an opinion. I'd rather just hear what everyone else has to say. If they ask me, I'll try to come up with an answer. But like when I'm in, when I'm in a department meeting or I'm in a data chat with my principal, like I don't have a problem saying like, no, you know, that's not going to work because of this reason. And Mm -hmm. when I look at it, I think it is a combination of, well, I am confident in what I'm doing. Like you said, you know, because as Mm -hmm. teachers, we become professionals in our craft, like even though people don't see us as professionals, we're professionals. <laughs> and Absolutely. so, you know, you, you just get comfortable with where you are and what you're doing. And when you have the data to prove what you're doing is working, like that's even, that's another one. 
you know, and so I look at my, my wing can be an eight, like a challenger or protector, um, even at, like an, an advocate, so to say. Um, and then success, I go to a three, the achiever. And so I really think it's that mm. combination of saying like, no, you can do this. And it just pushes me or propels me forward. Whereas that's not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go toe to toe with someone outside, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's weird. And it kind of gives me the confidence to say, if you can do that with someone who is your boss, <laughs> then you yeah. can do that with people that you might not ever see again, you know, or what, whatever the situation is. So it's good to learn from both, you know, what, whenever you are different in different situations to say like, what's that light spot? What am I doing? Great. What's that shadow spot? How do I, how do I shine some light on that shadow? Mm-hmm. I love that example. Thank you. I think I resonated super, super strongly with that, <laughs> um, like to a T. So thank you. I appreciate that. So yeah, I think I would love to continue talking. Ashley, do you have any questions before we start wrapping up? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that really, that that helped me as well, because I feel like I have such different personalities depending on where I am, like am I with my kids? Am I yeah. with my kids in the classroom? Like I totally like switch gears. So mm-hmm. that makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So when people are taking the test, should they take it from a certain, like, like when they're taking the online test, should they take it from a certain like point of view? Like I'm taking this from the point of view of just like me right now. Or should yeah. they me when I'm teaching? <laughs> right. No, that's a super good question. And I do try to reiterate that a lot is you need to look at the questions and answer it how you would on most days. Like what is you on most days? And also trying to block out what other people tell you about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like try don't in, input other people's viewpoints on yourself and identify as that. Um, so like, oh, well, you know, you talk too much or you're too shy or whatever. And they don't maybe might not even mean anything by it. However, the conversations we have within ourselves tell us otherwise, because then we start believing what we tell ourselves because we talk to ourselves more than we talk to anyone. Um, and so just saying, OK, like if I were to answer this question, how would I answer it on most days? How would I answer it tomorrow? How would I answer it a year from now? Um, and kind of where you are there. A lot of times, you know, sometimes people will get their results and I tell them to look at their top three numbers. So whenever you take it, look at your, get your top three numbers and then go to Google because like it's free. You don't need to pay for the results. Go to Google and say like um, core values of an Enneagram three and then read it because, you know, if, if I were in success, like I might score higher on that three than I would my nine. But whenever you break it down and you say like, these are my top three and this, and I read each one, but this is the one I resonate the most with. That's where it hits home, you know? So it's kind of, you're having to dig deep. And I, I tell people like make time for it. You know, it's going to take you about 20 minutes to take the test minimally because you like, you might need to sit and think, you know, you might need to like literally in your brain, push all those other thoughts aside and just get to you. Not you as a mom, not you as a teacher, not you as a wife. Not you as a, oh, I should do this because I'm like 35 or whatever, you know, (laughs) Um, but like, what are you really like? And so that can be difficult, Um, but we're not perfect. We're human. So I do tell people like when you get those results, top three, Google it, which one do you resonate the most with? That's great advice. It's kind of an extra step, but I think it's the easiest way for people to get the most accurate Enneagram number. If you're not going through a typing interview, you know, because it's, Things are subjective and the way you interpret a question 
and how you answer that question, you know, aside could skew your answer. So just looking, doing the best you can with that and then just doing your own little bit of homework. Mm-hmm. I need to go through this right now while it's all fresh in my brain. Yes. Love it. Well, I cannot wait to get the workbook in my hands for sure. And I know Ashley's the same. So we, um, I assume we can find it on your website. Yep. It'll be on my website. Um, it'll have its own page. And so um, everyone will just be able to go there, click and buy. Um, and I thinking I will have a couple different options um, as far as like the, how many calls you can get, you know, if you want to purchase those. Um, some people are super skeptical at first. And so, you know, I want a price point for those people. And some people are like, I just want to talk about it. And I'm like, yes, let's talk. <laughs> so I'm good for that too. Okay. So. Awesome. I can't wait. And I'll make sure all of our listeners have the link so they can get to the workbook. Um, so yeah, I guess let's say, uh, what's your website and then, um, maybe your Instagram. So if they want to go follow you, they can go do that. Yeah. So my uh, website is growing or www.growingbeyondthebooks.com. Um, literally just the name.com. And then my Instagram is uh, drumroll because I can never remember. Um, I think it's just GBTP. Oh no, growing beyond the book. That's growing beyond the book. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's the same. <laughs> I think Twitter is GBTV. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. I just want to look up growing beyond the book. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I I hate posting the social. It's the bane of my existence. Oh, I get no. it. Thanks so much, yeah. Morgan. No, thank you all. I really appreciate it. I am just, I'm grateful for y'all and for being here and for what y'all are doing. So thank you so much. Thank you, Morgan. We're grateful for you. Oh, thank you. All right. Bye. Talk to y'all later. Have a good night. You too. You too. Bye. Hey, everyone. Um, I have some super exciting news. My workbook is live and it is currently on my website for sale. Uh, here's what you need to know about it. So it's roughly 70 pages. There are six sessions inside of the workbook and each section uh, or session breaks down an Enneagram component. And within that Enneagram component, um, I educate you on it. So you literally only have to know your Enneagram number whenever you start. Uh, so you'll learn about your Enneagram number, about the Enneagram in whole and Enneagram number. I'll relate it to the classroom. I'll walk you some through some reflection steps. I kind of go through you personally and then you professionally what that looks like. And then I provide you with research-based strategies to help with growth. These research-based strategies are kind of based off of typical behaviors or skills or lack thereof from each number that I've seen through my study so far. Um, and that's where the most of your growth is going to happen through that observation from what you've learned and then the implementation of those research skills. Uh, whenever you start the book, you'll open it up, you'll see a quick intro about me, and you'll also see some kind of suggestions and tips of how to navigate through the workbook because it is self-paced. And so I give you some suggestions and I also outline two free websites for you to take a free Enneagram test. They're also linked on my website if you want to go to it that way. Uh, so another thing that you should know is that I offer um, in like online one-on-one coaching sessions. So if you're like, hey, this workbook workbook is great, but I work better with people, I got you covered. So you can buy a combo um, of a workbook and three one-hour one-on-one coaching sessions with myself. 
Um, and I'll be able to give you a little bit more specific feedback and specific research strategies uh, to kind of help you with your growth, whether that be instructionally, personally, behavioral management, classroom, you know, management, anything like that. Uh, so you can, you have three options. Basically, you go to my website, www.growingbeyondthebooks.com. You click on the tab that says shop. And from there, you have three options. The first option, um, obviously, is just the workbook by itself, which is $45. And then you have the option to do a combo order. You're like, hey, I definitely need that one-on-one -on -one coaching. That would be great. So you can just select the combo option. And then the last option is, like, say you purchase the workbook today, and then a few weeks from now, you're like, oh, my gosh, I definitely need those coaching sessions. You can always go back to my website and purchase those one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching hour sessions. So um, I'm super excited. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you go ahead and go to my website to buy a book, you can use the code THANKYOU1, like the number one, uh, T-H-A-N-K-Y-O-U, number one, um, and that will give you 10% off your first purchase. So thanks so much. Hey, Teacher Mama, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye! Bye.